0: Good morning, welcome back to the seat of the cab with me, your host, Mr. Nigel Williams. Might have to shout a little bit today because i got the front window open. It's a glorious, crisp autumn morning here. Oh, it's beautiful. The sun is shining. We had a little bit of rain overnight, but hey-ho. So I'm out here this morning, scraping the fat off the road, trying to get us ready. To start hauling some clay with the dump trucks, but today I thought I would like to—I um, thought I'd like to expand on the uh, on the daily check thing from the last podcast, and it's because there's there, there does actually seem to be very little information in any books or publications on on you know exact what as a machine driver you're looking for now I can't tell you exactly but I can tell you what I'm looking for and I can tell you what my experiences have have highlighted for me so let's have a little dive into this and see where we end up hopefully somewhere good but you never know So. You know, you've you've walked round. You've done your you know you've done your daily checks. You've checked your oil. You've checked your water. You've had a look at the hydraulic fluid. Everything's exactly where it should be. So then you've done your cooling packs. Check that there's no hay, straw, grass. Make sure there's no no moisture in there over the over any shutdown time that you've had if you've been shut down for a week or three because coolant packs are still warm and, and you know if you work some machine hard you know they the, the coolant packs can stay warm for, for a good few hours so no rodents got in there so you know everything's everything's ready to go ready to fire up but how much of you how much have you checked beyond you know the basics because I like to try and look at everything, every day because in my eyes, I'm just a machine driver, just just bear that in mind. But when I was self-employed, when I was a self-employed sole trader, downtime, machine downtime could cost me a day's pay, you know, And, and, and more, and more, because if a machine was going to be broke down for several days, and they knew it, they might not have alternative work. I mean, I've always been lucky, you know. I'm that kind of guy. Oh, I don't mind getting out on a shovel, you know. It, it sometimes it's nice. A break is as good as a rest. Uh, sorry, change is as good as a rest. So you know I can get out on a shovel and go and lay a bit of drain with the boys I can go and chip in a bit for the tar and you know I'm not I'm not overly useful you know I tend to stand there looking like a supermodel rather than, uh, rather than a sweaty body ground worker but I digress so you want to be looking at things because ultimately these things they can affect your own personal bottom line you know this can affect how much money goes in your bank and you might not immediately think that because, you know, it's not your name on the side, is it? You know, that's that's whoever you're working for. That's their name on the side, so it's their responsibility. And to a degree, yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. But that's not to say that it won't have any adverse effect on you or your earnings when the machine is broke down. Because when it's broke down they don't need they don't need a machine driver they don't they need a machine driver for the machine ain't running. and you'll get on some of these big civil projects where you're, you're you're a faceless number and you're on hire from x y and z and x y and z keeps you self-employed because it's easy for them you know they can just knock you on the head when they ain't got no work and that day might just happen so what you want to be doing is you want to be looking at things. You want to be checking all your, all your welds, all your structural welds, all your cylinder mounting points, uh, the the bucket ram, the, the crowd ram. You know, there's there's very little to go there apart from that major mount that mounts the cylinder to the to the end of the dipper arm, halfway up or three quarters of the way up the top of it. You know, the rest of it is just the linkages. But even those pins and bushes, they wear; they can fail. Uh, very recently, I saw—I um, saw—I saw the the pin boss for the bucket pin had uh, had fractured all the way round. Oh, admittedly, the machine was—you know—it was. You know, it was, it was it was quite old you know it had done sort of 15 or 20 thousand hours which I think it was about 17 thousand hours and it it had been abused it had been it had a hard hard life but you know those those pin bosses for the bucket pin for the lazy links you know they they need to be looked at they need to be kept kept well greased because their shop loads points as well as pivot points because when you're banging and clattering or you're you're working with a grab a, a breaker you know if you're, if you're pecking concrete with a, with a breaker on the front of it you know those pins they get some they get some welling through there i tell you because a lot of times you've got hooray henry's miguel gorilla behind the levers you know he's got that machine fully leveraged up on there. He's got half the of weight on the end of that point, and he's there. You know he, he's pretty sure he's gunning them now. He's out in the sky in a in a Spitfire. So just just keep an eye on that. Make sure you grease. Keep on top of your grease. You know we we call it daily daily greasing. Um, it is you you. Really, ideally, should be greasing, Dave, especially in, in hard applications. You know, if you're doing if you're doing quite a lot of bulk excavation, you know, where the machine is working hard, putting a lot of force on those pins. Regular greasing it, it, it goes a long way. I'm lucky with, the, as I said before, I, I got the auto lube on here, and for me as an operator, that that does make a world of difference. You know, this that that not having to worry about, you know, am I parked in the shit? Am I gonna to have to clear an area so that I can get it out there and get it set up so I can have a wander around with my grease gun without getting blathered in shite? You know, that's, you know, that, that that's the side of greasing that no one ever talks about, you know, that's the bit that nobody cares about. And I know it, you know, that, you know that's the side. Nobody wants to give you one opener of anything, you know? Boy, you can just get out there with grease gun, isn't it? Just grease it. Grease it, grease it, grease it. Grrr. And I suppose they're right, you know. Just keep pumping grease into it. But also be aware um, that there comes a point when no amount of grease can make up for the amount of grease can actually make up for the amount of wear in your pins and bushes you know there ain't grease ain't it ain't liquid metal like it tell you that but not so just just be aware that when when your machine is worn up when the wear has already occurred that no amount of grease is going to save it and <laughs> it's it, yeah I'll never forget, I was, um, I was in a sand and gravel pit and they had an old Fiat it Was it straight Attachy? No, I think it was a Fiat Attachy and um, it was an old 300 and they used it for they used it for digging ballast. and it was their own driver on it, you know sand and gravel pits, they don't pay a lot of money so you, you tend not to get the, the highest quality of start No, not, not knocking sand and gravel workers not, not, not knocking sand and gravel workers at all but back then, because it, it, this was like fucking, oh my god, 2005, yeah, yeah, it would have been 2005, yeah. god, that, was, that was a while ago, wasn't it? So anyway, you, you tended not to get the better the better quality of staff, you know, the perks weren't very good, you know, so there's only so much sand and gravel you need at home, and they get the ump if you start selling it by the truckload. So there's, yeah, there's only so many perks to working in a gravel pit. Anyway, but this whole thing, my word, you know, it got to the point that the, the, the pin boss had wore out so badly that there wasn't a bush in there anymore, you know, it had gone completely. It was to the point where you could actually get your fingers in there around the outside of the pin. Between the pin and the boss, it was it was that wore up. It was absolutely foobard. So, there does come a point when it's, you know, when it's time to break out the hot spanner and, and, and gas axe that bitch off and, and go and weld on a new one, you know, get, employ the services of a very good fit to come and fix it. There's plenty of great engineering companies out there. Some great engineering companies out there I can think of. Well, I can think of a dozen straight off the top of my head that have come out there, give you a price, give you a quote, and, you know, if necessary, they'll be on back on site the next day. With custom-made, bespoke this, that, and the other brand new pins, all new bosses, bushes as well. You know, get it, get it proper sorted. But anyway, so just keep an eye on your pins, bushes, bosses. You know, those bosses where they weld. Um, that's what the thing, um, that big cylinder of metal that the um, that the bush goes in. That goes into the. That goes into the framework of whatever 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 it is. That's called a boss for some reason. I don't know why, I'm not sure of the technical term, uh, the exact reasons for the technical term. But I've always known that as a boss. And it's always been described as a boss to me. So But yeah, those those, those bosses, like your lazy links and that around the bucket, you know, just make sure they get greased regular. And if they do need repair, just tell your plant manager. Put it on your check sheets, and you should be filling out daily check sheets for your machines as well. Because if there is ever a problem, just you, just you rest assured that that check sheet, you know, that's your um, that's your Kevlar vest for your arsehole. Because when the HSE comes looking for you, they're going to say, well, you know, let's have a look at your daily check sheets, there, young fella. And you're going to be like, oh, fuck, here we go. So, you know, just make sure you fill out your daily check sheets. Any defect, doesn't matter how small, how large, you know, can be that the bucket is hanging off it and you can't go to work anyway. Just write it down. write it down on your check sheet. You know, fucking fall off the end of the machine, can't go to work. On this hour. It's fine. Absolutely fine. Um, in this day and age, smartphones are incredible, you know. I mean, we had picture phones back in the early 2000s. You know, everyone was getting hot under the collar, sending, you know, taking pictures of each other to one another. And, but, you know, we've grown up a little bit since then, you know, as we've gotten a bit older. So, what what we tend to do now, I mean, here on, here on Firmite Work now, we've got whatsapp groups where we are, uh, you know we've got a company one so any information pertaining to jobs locations etc you know just general information that, that would be useful for everyone to know we can put you know we can put on there you know say we say we're moving to a new job you know say 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 for instance we've got a job just up the road you know, somewhere somewhere nice and local like, uh, like Lincoln. You know, we're going to we're going to Lincoln Town Centre and we're gonna go and we're gonna go and run the eights and boxes up the centre of the high street and go and rip up some of that pretty block paving. So you you know you, you, you get you get all the information in the WhatsApp message, everything you need to know, you know what machines are going, who's going with what, what time they're being picked up from the site you're on now. Address for delivery, postcode, um, normally we'll get uh, Google Maps pictures as well and uh, postcodes for wherever we're wherever we're going to be staying if we're, if we're away, you know, maybe a hotel, maybe a campsite, who knows, but all of that information gets related to you and the WhatsApp group is phenomenal for that, really, really good for that. But the nice thing about our WhatsApp groups as well is that we've got one for plant um, accidents, damages, and repairs. Which means, but that that includes the vans. That includes any vans, four-wheel drives, pickup trucks. You know, diggers, dumpers, blades, scrapers. You know, buckets. It doesn't matter if it's if it belongs to the company and it's broken. Gets picture of it, a description of what's happened, how it's happened, go all goes in there so everyone's aware and it's really good because then there's no surprises to anybody who turns up on a job expecting a machine to be in pristine condition only to find out that you know some hoo ray has, has been in it and you know they've gone and dented something or they've gone and bent something and it's a little bit bent buckled and fucked and nobody seems to have a sensible answer, boy. Well, that doesn't happen with the WhatsApp group anymore, because as soon as you break it, you tell him. He tells the fitters. They sort out a uh, an action plan, and uh, they set about trying to get it fixed. Which is bloody brilliant, you know. It saves all that. It saves all that hassle and aggro, And the fitters are on it as well. So the fitters, are, the, the fitters can see exactly what you've done. Um, it's good also because then, as a company, we can keep track of your damages, and we, you know, we can figure out if there's more training to be given, or you know, entirely your suitability for the machine <laughs> you've been given to operate. But anyway, let's get back on let's get back on track on your daily check sheets daily check sheets is going to be the basics always, always, always the basics you know they want to know things like is the flashing beacon working personally I don't see any fucking point in a flashing beacon on a 43 ton fucking great big great dinosaur looking motherfucker out there in the middle of the field whirring away if you can't hear this 12 litre engine and see this fucking great thing swinging around in the distance you really need to you need more than a you need more than a fucking appointment as Specsavers. really. But anyway, they made the rules. You know these bureaucrats in offices. They they told us what they wanted, and we just have to obey. So anyway, but that's what they're that's what they're looking for. They want to see, you know, they want to see your basic your basic daily check sheet. What you're, what you're looking at, you know. Remember, it is a binding document. Once you sign it, you are signing it to say it is correct and that you have checked it. So if you haven't checked it, don't tick it, don't sign it, don't do nothing. All right? Because that's your declaration. That's your word that you've done what you were supposed to do and if you didn't do what you were supposed to do then for God's sake, don't sign it. Because should the worst ever happen, as in some poor soul loses their life in an accident, it might not have been your fault. It might you, you might have just been an innocent bystander. It may involve you as a third party. It doesn't matter. The HSE will want to see your records and they will want to have a good look. So just, that's a that's a, no, that's a point in general. Just make sure you, you're not signing anything that you're not actually doing. Just keep an eye on what you're, on what you're, what you're doing and, and make sure you're only telling the truth. Don't lie. Don't, don't lie on your check sheets. Don't omit things you know, if it's broken, it's broken, that, that that's life, that's the way it is, things break, you know, it's a, that's the thing, you know, you ever look at the natural world, the natural world isn't, well, you know, mother nature, could you please, um, could you please pop down here with your um, half inch spanner set and, you know, give us a little tickle under the undercarriage, you know, something's not quite right, I don't know, I don't know, in, in nature things, um, things, things you know, they, it's not that they um, it's not that they break, it's just that they, they die. That's that's nature. You know, when rock formations they through through erosion, natural erosion, man made erosion, etc. You know, they then become something else. It's not that they, you know, we, we throw it's not that they that nature throws them away, it's just they become something else and then they're recycled into the natural environment. And, but for us, we, we create things and on the day that it was brand new it was exactly what it was supposed to be. And for every every second after that, for every second after that, that, that engine has been running, that, that hydraulic pump has been spinning, that fuel pump has been turning, it's been wearing out. So we create things that wear out. That's, that's the nature. That you know. That's why we've got rebuild kits. That's why we've got seal kits. That's why you know. That's why there's plenty of welders out there making good money fixing the stuff that we break. So you know, it is. It is a you know. Don't be worried about reporting stuff. If you're worried about reporting breakages, being in plant and, and the heavy construction, you know, that's yeah. This is the industry for you. You know, yeah we yell and we shout and you know we get upset because our machines are our babies and you know we love the dozer more than the missus and you know there's there's plenty of times that the haul truck is more appealing to go and sit in than babysitting the kids so that the missus can go and get the nails done because you know they they wreck the house, they create loads of mess and cost you a fortune when you take them to the soft play park. We love our kids, we love our family, but we also love our machines, you know, we tend to get the on when something happens to But anyway, so, you know, don't be frightened of reporting and stuff, if it is broken, report it. Report it, it's easy, it's simple, it's fast, it's effective, and it's safe for everyone when they know. So, if it is broken, report. If it's not broken, happy days. So anyway, back on, back on track where we'll be we going. So we're talking about the bosses that go for, for the pins and the, 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 the unions and the joints. And those, those pivots and joints, the pins, the bosses, they, um, they do wear out, they do get a lot of stick. They do crack. They do fracture. You know, it is something that you just need to look at, need to be aware of, need to keep an eye on. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you, you know that it's going to be your fault when it goes wrong. Never say that, lie me. I've had enough stuff break on me to know that it can break all on its own. It don't need my help. Especially on some of them cheap, cheap machines that comes with a sketchy warranty at best. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so look at all your bosses, look at all your pin joints, um, the mounting eyes, the um, the, the eyes. The, 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 the I mean things like things like say the bucket, the, the bucket ramp. And the, the, the dipper ram. They've got these they've got these mountain eye lugs welded on. You know, just look at those. Have a look around those. Make sure make sure that there's no cracks around the welds. But the welds get a lot of stick, you know, like I said, it's exactly the same with the pin bosses. You know, they do get a lot of stick, they do get a bit of a hammering. So just just make sure that that they're up to scratch. Make sure they're up to snuff because that's what's holding your that's what's holding your bucket. Your, well, that's what's holding your rams to the boom, to the stick. You know, depending on what what part you're you're, you're driving, even because you know even forward tipping numbers. Even little forward tipping dumpers, the little thwaites dumpers there. You know, they have the same little mountain eyes that hold the steering rams to the chassis on the skip and the prime mover or the the powertrain. So even things like that, you know, the, the the tipping mechanism on a front tipping dumper, same on an ADT. You know, you've got the you've got the big. Well, I shouldn't really get too specific because obviously they've all changed around a little bit. I mean, we used to have just big single-tipping, multi-stage, um, powered up and um, powered up gravity down cylinders on 5350s, um, 861 and A25As, you know, it was it was when the A25B came out on the vol, on the Volvo's. I'm talking Volvo's here because I'm, you know, I'm talking Volvo articulated because I'm not I'm not a I'm not a connoisseur. I'm not an aficionado of, um, of any of the other jobbers. So, but yeah, the, it was only with the advent of the A25B. And there weren't many of them either because they, they rapidly turned into the seas. They had, um, they had powered up and down Tiffin um, rams, twin rams. 5350s and 25 as had those multi stage single rams. Used to like them. Oh, they were lovely. Oh, it takes me back. Sit here and have a little reminisce now. Woo! So yeah just, just check around everything. You know make sure there's no, no cracks around any of the welds, you know. But when you're looking at the digger, you know, things are like, things like the quick you know, make sure that your quick is doing exactly what it's supposed to. Alright? Make just make sure that the safety latch is working as it should be. And also, don't be a fucking idiot, all right? Just just don't. If, If that safety latch ain't working on that quick inch, then you don't put a bucket on the end of it and you don't take it out to work, all right? Just, just don't, please, because I'll tell you what'll happen, you'll get complacent, the bucket will come off the end of it, and you'll end up going to prison for manslaughter. You know, you'll, you'll be hanging out with Bubba in the shower. and You know, last time I heard, in the world with Scrubs there, the dinner weren't that special, the showers weren't that hot, and Bubba weren't that gentle. So, if you're if you're using a quick itch on a machine, just make sure it works. Make sure that safety latch is working. If it's not working, don't take it to work. Explain to your supervisor you are not happy to take it to work, and don't go to work. All right. I know. I know what it. I've heard all the fucking dog shit well wow, fucking hell wow. it's going to take ages to get that fixed mate is it yeah I'll just, just do a couple of loads on that front tipping down I'll just do a couple of loads on that well look the bucket ain't fell off has it nah, nah, nah you'll be alright mate yeah go go and put that shingle over the top of them boys in that deep drainage yeah be alright will it bucket ain't fell off or you've done the other stuff yeah be alright and then suddenly that bucket comes off but you're least expecting it because you became complacent because it didn't do what it was supposed to do. The safety latch didn't work, and you know you're liable. You're culpable. You're, you, your boss, everyone. Just, just remember these. Th- that that big lump of metal it doesn't care. It ain't gonna lose a second's worth of sleep no matter who it kills. Take it from me. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna matter not a job. So if your if your if your stuff breaks, it breaks. So what? You know, your job should be priced, your company should be making money. Get it fixed. It ain't rocket science. And if you're a company owner, thinking to yourself, well, you know, it's always a bit of time, isn't there? Just just think about that time. And then just think about, that could be hard time. You know, that could be prison time. That could be years of your life. Instead of a few minutes writing a cheque, making a bank transfer, paying on your card. Just, Just think about that. And it's true, it is true. I'm not telling you this for the you know for the fun of it. I'm telling you this because I want you to have the wisdom I have. Changed a lot. But I'm sharing the best I can. So just just look at all of those things. See where they are, what they're doing, you know, checking around all your pin bosses, checking on, a, on the digger especially you've got all the weld seams around the boom to look at you've got the weld seams around the dipper to look at because they all need they all need a they all need a few minutes of your of your time as well because they don't you know, they don't miraculously not suffer while the rest of the machine is working because they do oh yeah they do oh they do so they need so you need to you need to keep an eye on those, make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Make sure there's no no cracks, no fatigue. You know, if you do see cracks, like some, some cracks they'll come, you know, it's pissing rain, you won't see, you know, that's why the head torch is really good. You know, because the torch you know, it's a more intense light you, it enables you to see a little bit more see a little bit better so, you, you see, if you don't see a crack immediately you know, also, just look around for, for rusty stains rusty stains are a dead giveaway rusty stains are a dead giveaway because what happens is you get a crack, the, you, you get the metal fatigue or, or, the, um, or the weld cracks and because it's cracked it breaks the paint and where it breaks the paint, that fresh clean metal is then exposed to atmosphere, it's exposed to the elements. And fresh clean metal, don't stay fresh clean metal for long, ask any Land Rover enthusiasts, they'll tell you all about this dreaded stuff, rust. The metal then starts to rust, so that rusty stain is then going to be that giveaway, that little little dead giveaway that says, here mate, come and have a look over here, there's something you need to see. So that little rusty stain is then telling you, hi, I'm broken, come and fix me. And then you rings up one of these young fellas. you know, name name a welder. Just just name one. I can name about three off the top of my head. Nationwide, they'll rock up, beat of a beat of a heart they will, and they'll come and fix it and make it like brand new. So just look out for the just look out for the rusty stains. See how they you know, see how they go, see what happens there. You know, securing, securing bolts and locking rings for, for your bucket pins and your boom pins and all your, your joint pins, you know, they all need to be present and correct. You know, if they shear, that's a dead giveaway that there's a bigger problem deeper down if they shear because if they manage to shear that means there's a hell of a lot of force going going through that pin to shear them I mean like some of these bolts like M14, M16 bolts you know they're pretty meaty things you know sometimes you need to 24 30mm spanner just to talk the bloody things up tighten up, the, uh, tighten up the, the lock nuts so if there's enough force to go through there that's shearing something like an M14 or an M16 bolt you know is there you know if you've got an auto greaser if you've got an auto this, this is probably more relevant for the auto greasers if you've got an auto greaser is it working is there enough grease coming out around your pins because they do things do uh, do happen, you know, auto greases are brilliant things, but they're also not immune to their their failings. You know, lack of um, lack of lubrication, not enough grease in there, wrong type of grease in there, you know, winter time can be quite hard on them as well because the grease the grease is thick and not, not so viscous the pear oil and the grease all, you know when it's warm it, it, it emulsifies quite nicely but once you get into um, once you get into the wind uh, it's not, it does, it's not quite so fluid it's not quite so viscous it tends to stiffen so your auto lube may struggle if it's old. Yeah, you know, maybe they maybe a kinked a pipe or bent a pipe or you broke pipe has become brittle and broken. You know, there are also things that you need to look at as well, like grease pipes and things. Um, grease pipes are, are are an interesting one because you get people who are a little bit, how do we say rough asses I think is the best way to describe. And they're not too worried about whether they put some boom into a tree, the boom into a building, or you know, the bucket into the can. So, on the, quite typically, on the dipper arm, there's going to be a, um, there's going to be a couple of pipes in there. And those, those points are going to go generally to Either uh, that the main boom dipper pivot, and/or the boom dipper ram pivot on top of the dipper arm, and the um, and the top of the uh, the bucket crowd ram. Because sometimes they're they're awkward to get to, or they're a long way up, and especially on the bigger machine. Little machines, no drama, you know. Twenty-one tonne, you can get to most things. But on the big stuff, the, on the big stuff especially, those those grease pipes, if they get a little bit of a, if they get a, a and get stuck through a tree or a building, or a bit of rebar catches them, get caught on a bit of scaffolding, or useless dump truck drivers do sorts of silly things, you know. Again, if they if they sustain any damage, put it on your damage report in your book. Send it on your WhatsApp to your farm manager. They, you know, if, if there was one thing I could say, see, I mean, I'm singing the praises of WhatsApp. But you know, even apps like Signal, you know, you can create groups. Any of these, any of these mobile messaging apps. are frequently used you know where you can have group chats and everyone can be involved you know oh more power to you for use because that's that's going to be you know for me that's rock and roll that is you know that's that's going to be the difference That's that's going to be the difference in, in making and breaking a making and breaking a day. You know, when you, you, because you think if you get um, if you get all of this technology and you use it all to your advantage, you know, it's going to make you money. Because it's gonna save you money. You know, that's what I think about a lot of technology. You're gonna make money because you're gonna save money. You know, your long-term savings are going to be profits. Yeah. In essence. But anyway, let's get back on track, let's get back to where we were. Right, so those, those grease pipes that I've just mentioned. Okay, those those there grease pipes, they they need to be looked at. Any other grease pipes as well that are floating around? Now, I I noticed this and I thought it was a lovely addition from Cabelco. but Caballo they knew about that squeaky boom pin on the hoist ram. The amount of times on, especially machines of the 13 tonners, 13 tonners, I'm telling you, they used to drive me more. Because what I'd have to do with a lot of them, is I'd have to pull the main boot pin out. Halfway. Take the take the securing bolts out. Knock the boot pin out. Blather it all with grease inside the boom, Inside the joint there. So that when I when I lifted, if that boom pin was seized, it would twist inside the boom, and not and not in the in the Rams, where the where the grease fittings are. And oh my days! Getting a few days with those squeaky boom pins. I tell you, you will be a you could so easily become a, 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 a serial killer. I'm telling you, it will drive me crackers absolutely drive the crackers, absolutely drove me wild on one. Oh, absolutely twisted my head. It did. it was. Done me, absolutely done me. It was awful. So you know keep an eye on those, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. Bit of grease round and you know, if you need to, that's another thing. You know, put it on your sheet. When it's down for service, just get the fitter to look at it, just get the fitter to help you do it. And if the fitters are fucking asshole, and he won't do it for you. Report him to the plant manager and say, yeah look, you know, what the fuck are you paying this joker for? All he's got to do is undo two bolts, knock a fucking pin out, smear a bit of grease around it and then put the fucking thing back together again. You know, we are all done in half an hour and it will make the difference to your life. Because at the end of the day, you are going to spend all your time, you can spend more time in that machine than you do with your missus telling you. Gospel. But then the other aspect of the technology that I'm going to talk about is also the um, is also the GPS. Uh, because you need to you, you you know daily sometimes daily you're gonna be up and down with your satellites putting your satellites on and off putting your screen in and out but you're also going to be looking at your sensors, gonna be looking at your cabling, making sure there's no cuts, no chafes, make sure there's no bare wires. You know, all of these things that they these things also have to be taken into consideration. You need to have a little think about these. Because again, you 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 don't know exactly what's happening all the time to your machine. You know, it can be that you're you're digging around trees. It can be that you're digging around scaffolding, and you just don't notice. It can be. accidents happen? They do. Accidents happen. So these things you just have to, you know, you have you have to be careful. But you have to use the machine for what it's designed for. And at the same time, you you have to be mindful of what you're doing with that machine. Making sure you're doing your checks. Making sure that everything's kept up to date. Making sure that the relevant people know when things happen. When things go astray. So. bodywork, Paint. I used to be very very precious about a machine. I used to be awfully awfully precious about a machine. Oh it was my baby. I loved it more than the wife. But. Sometimes. You've got to do what you've got to do and it involves getting a bit dirty and maybe you're going to scuff a bit of paint, maybe you're going to put a small little dent in something. Sometimes it happens. We try our best not to let it happen. We try try our best not to let it happen. Some people, I mean, my God, some of the most experienced operators I've ever seen have. Done some of the most horrendous damage on all this. And it ain't good. <laughs> it ain't good, and I'm not gonna assure you that. But it comes down to it comes down to being mindful. Being mindful, thinking about what you're doing. Knowing what's going on, knowing what's around you, keeping track of your situation, your environment. You know, these things are quite these things are quite important because you know, at the end of the day, you've got to you you've got to make sure that that machine is fit for work all the time because essentially you only get paid on it's performance. But yeah, paint, panel work, also something that you have to be mindful of. You know, I'm not saying that you've got to write down on your check sheet every little scratch, every little bump. But if there is something, you do need to put it down. And if it's a hired machine if you're getting a hired machine in especially and it comes in i always do always 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 do a video walk around of hired machines always because you know if it's not on that pdi sheet pre-delivery inspection sheet you know then you end up getting billed for dents and damages that you ne- didn't necessarily do. So the second it comes off that low loader, because you don't know what happened to the machine on its way to you. You know, when that machine left wherever, it, whatever hire depot it was at, you know, it, um, you, don't, you don't know what happened to it. So I always like to do a quick video walk around. Anything I see, I know. Anything that's not as it should be, immediately gets put on the PDI sheet to go back to the yard so that they can take care of it. And also to cover my backside because I don't want to be paying for other people's catastrophes. don't necessarily want to pay for my own catastrophes, let alone anyone else's. So, There's that side of it. But yeah, PDI checks, you know, any hired plant, just make sure it, it is what it's supposed to be. Because, make sure it's full of diesel, make sure it's got oil and water in it. You know, don't just think, ah, it's a hired plant, we don't know it. No man, does it mate? No, no, no. It does. It does, because somebody's got to pay the bill and hire companies they're not you know they're not your friends they might be all nicey-nicey when their sales executives are coming around oh we can hire you this piece of farm on this rate and oh you know we're going to make your life so much easier they're also going to skin you alive they're also they're looking to make a profit they don't want to lose a penny and if they the thing is you might you might damage it. Be honest with them. Pay the charge for the damage, but that's not to say that they're actually going to fix the damage. I've had machines come out. I won't mention any names, but you know you are a company. And uh, they sent me out this little uh, this little machine, and you know the fucking handle was hanging off the back of it. The door handle door handle was actually physically hanging off it you know it was the, there was one well and, and I'll tell you how bad it was by the time I tracked from the top of the job to the bottom of the job I'd lost the bloody handle you know when I tracked back up later on that afternoon to get some diesel I found it I thought I thought I'd lost it when I was pushing out muck under the pylons but but no there there it was laid there on the side of the road good job it was good job it was a ticucci. And it was that light colour otherwise i'd have never found it but yeah so pdi's you know just make sure that the pdi matches up with the machine that you've got in front of you because if it doesn't then you've got problems and Take the video, make sure you've got the proof, make sure you've got the evidence. You know, covers your covers your ass as an operator, but it covers the arse for your company from um, malicious charging from unscrupulous hire companies. Because they are out there. There's scumbags everywhere. It's not to say that you're going to meet them, but they are out there. But yeah, I think, we've, I think we've covered just about everything. You know, checking. Just, it's, all, it's always about familiarising yourself with the plant and equipment that you're using. Making sure that you're using it to your best advantage. Trying to make sure that you're trained to use the equipment in the beginning. And if you're, if you're not trained, get training get the training that you need. No, no, one else, no, no one else is gonna sort of suggest you do it. But every every ticket that you hold, every extra piece of training that you've got, it's all to your advantage. Make sure the system's working for you and if it's not then find out why not and try and change it. Try and change what's the the, ping, the thing that's holding you back it can be your own. It can be your own self that's holding yourself back. It can be that you've got people around you that are stitching you up and you know maybe it's a toxic workplace. maybe maybe you've just reached the end of your career advancement within that company. Who knows? I don't know. Only you know. But yeah. I think that's about it for the machine. The next step would be your buckets and attachments. But I think they're pretty much self-explanatory. Get a new sets of teeth when you need them, when they're worn out. Don't let them wear out past the tooth, down to the shank. That can cost you a lot more in the long run. Welding on new adapters and shanks. Oh, that can get expensive real fast. Same with cutting edges on ditching buckets and blades you know don't ever let them don't ever let them start wearing the moldboard out because then it turns into real real expensive problems later on because then your moldboard don't fit or you put one on you know but also turning, turning those edges in time that's also an art for because when you turn them in time when you turn them in time, you actually get two turns out of them, instead of them getting worn out to the point where, when you turn them round, you almost have to weld them on because that first pull on something like scraping a road or you hit a concrete or a manhole or something, you uh, you can rip the bolts right through the, uh, right through the cutting edge. But yeah, I hope I've given you a bit of food for thought. And uh, thanks very much for joining me, Mr Nigel Williams, signing off from the seat of the cab. Ta-da!